This is the Mutual Audio Network. Shut up and listen. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of the Kate Chronicles... Kate, open the door! I'm all right. Kate. Who's there? Who are you? What do you want? And why is this thing here? So many questions, Kate Hawk. But that's what we like about you. It's... Home. Oh my god. Hello, Kate. Mind if I come in? I'm the controller. It's our desire that you work with us. You just appear out of nowhere, tell me you're my controller, and I'll be working for you? Proceed with your plans to move the STIP, the space-time interstellar portal. Detective Hawk. Detective Hawk. John Pierman. Mr. Pierman, I have no idea who you are or how you know about... The STIP? How did you... How did I know you had the STIP? The controller told me, Detective Hawk. The controller told me. And now, the handler. So you're in on it, too. I beg your pardon? You and this controller guy. You're both in on this elaborate prank that's gone too far. I assure you, Miss Hawk, there is no prank. This is all quite real. I don't know how you pulled it off. With a capsule on the roof and that illusion trick with this controller guy. But I'm not buying parallel dimensions. My father in a prison on some distant planet or this whole stip shtick. So now you're going to tell me you knew my father. I suppose next you'll tell me that you bounced me on your knee. Oh, you remember that. (laughs) Look, Pierman, this has gone far enough. You have to move the step, and you know that. I'm offering you a space to not only store it, but thoroughly investigate it. And there is no cost to the city. And how? Exactly. Do you propose I tell my superiors that an anonymous benefactor will store official evidence for free? Quite simple. And why is it that I've never heard of you? How often do you work cold case files, detective? I don't. Then I suggest you talk with your peers in cold case. And I'm sure they'll verify my company. Pyramid Secure Storage. Once you're satisfied, meet me at Martin State County Police Hangar. In, let's say, two hours? I'll do just that, Mr. Pyramid. And if I find out you're a hoax, I will come after you. Fair enough, Kate. I'll see you in two hours. Have the paperwork ready. This case was going nowhere but deeper and deeper into the twilight zone. I had nothing to lose, so I checked with my captain, and apparently, Pierman Security Storage is legit. The department, along with county and state agencies, use his company to store old case files and evidence. Within the hour, I had the transfer approval, and I was off to St. Martin's Airport. Truck with a boom hoist. Hmm. That should do the trick. Mr. Pierman? Yes, Kate. So good to see you again. Again? I don't recall ever having met you. 
Well, you were quite young, my dear. Ah, I see you have the necessary paperwork. We'll get her loaded and moved to my warehouse, and I'll sign the necessary papers. I'm still not sure about this. Your company checked out, but I'm having a hard time trusting you, especially when you talk about knowing my father and me. Well, that's perfectly understandable, my dear. It's a lot to take in all at once. I tell you what, let's get this old girl loaded onto the truck and into my warehouse, and then we'll have a nice chat and clear things up. Quite honestly, the more you tell me, the cloudier it gets. And apparently, I don't have much choice in the matter. Get it moved. I didn't know what else to do but move it to the warehouse and let Pierman do his thing. His warehouse was right next to the airstrip, and in no time he had it sitting on the floor of this huge warehouse. A big forklift came and transported it to a medium-sized room. A worker placed it onto what looked like a prefabricated landing pedestal with steps all around it. There were monitors and keyboards, lights and buttons lining one wall. It looked like an ATC control tower. What is this place? Some sort of command room? In a sense, yes. It's a stip dock. One of many between our worlds and throughout the galaxy. A parking lot or launch pad? I don't understand. Well, uh, how can I explain this? I only know the fundamentals. So you're responsible for this thing and you don't even fully understand how it works. Well, then... You have a television, do you not? A couple. So tell me, how exactly does it work? How do you manage to pull the high-definition images and sound out of the air? I push the power button on the remote. Well then, there you have it. What you're seeing here is the Stip's power button. And I'm the one who gets to push it. You said that these docks are scattered all over creation. So you have Roosevelt's private elevator all throughout the universe. <laughs> yes, we have them all throughout, but no. They don't all look like Roosevelt's elevator. Each dock is its own local landmark. The stip merely cloaks itself to replace that structure. Why do you need these docks? Can't this stip thing go anywhere? Oh yes, yes it certainly can. But one must know where one is going, or most certainly where one is landing. So when I saw my hometown public wharf, I was on a dock. In fact, I landed on the actual monument. I could see out but couldn't walk out, or I'd die. And I didn't see any consoles anywhere. It's only a dock, not a controlled dock, and you could have died because the portal wasn't fully opened. You would have been crushed by the actual monument. My dear, it's quite complicated. Let me see if I can better illustrate it. Did you ever play with Tinker Toys? No, but I know what they are. Basically wooden wheels, and you stick in wooden dowels like spokes and connect all the wheels together. And you end up with a spider web of hubs, connected to dowels. The hubs are the docks, and the dowels are the paths of travel. Many call wormholes. The stip merely travels these paths and docks, then creates a tear in the fabric of space called a portal. When the stip leaves, the portal and the tear is closed. So why the need of docks? Can't you just land and create a hole? Oh dear, dear no. We can't just pop off willy-nilly and land anywhere. We could end up a thousand feet in the air or underwater or on a busy street or inside a mountain. We need the dock to ensure a safe landing. That wouldn't draw a lot of attention. <laughs> a safe landing? Like not on top of a building in Baltimore? Yes. Well, that was a bit embarrassing. 
with someone controlling the path, the stip can veer off course and land in the wrong spot. Landing on top of the building was a stroke of luck. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Bellman, but the uh, stip is secure and ready. Will there be anything else? No, that will be all. Go ahead, I'll close up. Um, now where were we? Hold on a minute. That guy just said the stip is secure. Yes, Kate. He's one of us. Us? How many us are you talking about? We are five in total at this facility. This facility? We are scattered around your world, fully assimilated into each society. I assure you, we mean no harm. Then why are you here? To make sure that this world doesn't do something to adversely affect or possibly destroy our world, since we live so close together. There are times when the fabric between our worlds gives a little. That shadow out of the corner of your eye. The voices picked up on digital recorders and EMF readings from your ghost hunters. All a thinning or slight tear between our worlds. And you're here to patch things up when the tear gets too big. You're catching on quickly, Kate. My god. How long have your people been among us? We realized that things were getting out of hand after your first major world war. Technology was advancing rapidly, and it was inevitable that nuclear power was close at hand. During your Second World War, it was apparent to us that technology needed to be sped along. Millions of lives would have been lost if the war went any longer, so we intervened. You mean you were there, fighting in World War II? Only as advisors. Near the end of the war, a P-51 fighter pilot disappeared on a mission over China. He managed to find a small rip in the space fabric. It was a rare combination of electrical storms in each of our worlds at the same spot at the exact same time. A simultaneous lightning strike and bang! There he was in the wrong dimension. Wait a minute. The Navy training mission in the Bermuda Triangle. All of those planes disappearing for no known reason. No, actually. That was merely pilot error and bad weather. We had nothing to do with your Bermuda Triangle. So this P-51 pilot, what happened to him? Well, after getting adjusted to what happened, he worked with us and your then-president to build the first successful atomic bomb. The stip was made to emulate the president's private elevator. It was the best way for your father to meet with him and resolve this whole war matter. My father? Are you nuts? My father fought in Vietnam, not World War II, and he flew Phantoms, not P-51s. Yes. Phantoms in Vietnam, F-86 Sabres in Korea, and the P-51 in the Pacific Theater in World War II. That pilot, who ripped through the terror over China, was your father. My dad was not old enough to have done those things. Kate, remember the controller told you that although your dad was missing five years, to him, it was only one traveling through the galaxy between worlds, all with their own time continuum. Time and aging become relative. You have no relatives because your father, through his travels, outlived them all. Your mother, on the other hand, did die right after your birth. She had no idea of what your father did. He returned to your world, still a young man. After Vietnam, he returned to us shortly before he went missing. We needed his services, and he was happy to oblige. The monument. That's why it was so important to him. I always wondered about that. I mean, it was just a hand-operated elevator to me, but to him, it was a completely different life. Well, Kate, it sounds to me like you're growing to accept the situation. Mr. Pierman, what choice do I have? 
I either accept that the world is not as I have known it to be, or I'm certifiably crazy, and my next post will be as a patient in the state hospital. Let me assure you that you're not crazy. I'm real, your father is still alive, and we need you to help us free him. But why me? What's so special about me? Above all, you're a good detective. You are also quite capable of taking care of yourself. And most importantly, your father needs you. Listen, as crazy as all this sounds, I can't just up and quit the force and disappear. I'm not like my father. We're dealing with a complicated set of physics rules, too difficult to explain. But I assure you that every precaution will be taken so that your absence will hardly be noticed. What may seem like days to you will only be hours to everyone else here. I don't know. I don't know. I need to think about it. But then again, if I think about it, I may take up drinking. What was that? The stip was a little overused. We're charging the system to run diagnostics. Which brings me back to my question that you never answered. What was it doing on the roof of a grocery store in Baltimore? It was stolen, Kate. Stolen by an inmate at the prison where your father is being held. That's one reason why your father's in jail. They felt that he was an accomplice somehow. The man who escaped is very dangerous. And when the capsule crashed on the roof, he managed to escape. He was immeasurably lucky that he landed on solid footing. And they blame my father. The stip doors should not have opened for anyone except for your father. Once opened, the prisoner could reprogram the stip to open for him in your world. You have to find him, Kate, before it's too late. Too late for what? Too late for your world. Dromedary cigarettes, the smoke with only one hum. D R O M E D A R Y, are you smoking anything else? That's right, dromedarians. Friends, why are you smoking anything other than dromedary cigarettes? That's D R O M E D A R Y. D for delicious Virginia tobacco. R for relaxing. O for outstanding value. M for more smokers love them. E for e-eucalyptus. D for delicious Virginia tobacco. Again, A for American Medical Association. R for, um, relaxing again, I guess. And Y for why smoke anything else. So remember, friends, the American Medical Association says that dromedary cigarettes are the healthiest cigarettes they've ever tested. In the pack or in the carton, dromedary cigarettes should be your new cigarette choice. Dromedary cigarettes, the smoke with only one hump. Take it away, dromedarians! We're endorsed by the AMA. If you're gonna smoke, smoke the one hump way. Smoking for your health so you don't die. D R O 